This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Today I want to talk to you about godly fathers and and uh, being a godly father. Amen? But you know, you could take this message and you could say being a godly person. So it's not just for fathers, it's for everybody. Amen? So ladies, you can in- be included in this as well. And so we're looking at godly fathers, and I'm going to talk to you about six attributes of a godly father or a godly person or a godly man. And we're using the, the word father as an ac- uh, as a acronym, and so we're using each letter uh, for the, each point. Isn't that clever? Amen. And uh, so the first letter of father is F. Amen. And so, uh, so that, that word we were focusing on, the first word would be faithful. So, uh, so godly fathers are faithful. Amen. Uh, the word faithful actually means true to one's word, promises, and vows. Amen. And so as godly fathers, we, we need to be faithful first and foremost uh, to God. Amen. We need to be faithful to God. That's that's really where all our faithfulness is derived from is our, our relationship with God Almighty. Amen. And as God as godly fathers, you're not going to be too much of a godly father if God's not in your equation. Amen. Amen. And so we need to be faithful to God. And, you know, I, I, I think about my dad. I'm be using him a lot in my message today because he's my father. Amen. And uh, and he's a godly man. And, um, you know, I, I, he, he, um, he's a faithful man of God. And um, I remember that um, we, he, when we grew up, he always took us to church on Sunday mornings. And we never, and as far as I know, I don't ever remember him staying out and saying we're hitting the beach on a Sunday morning. We always went to church. And I'm going to say this, if you're going to be a, a, a faithful, godly father, uh, endeavor. I know there's things that can come up, but endeavor to be faithful to coming out to church. Amen? Amen. Be endeavor to do that because what you're doing is not only are you building your faith up for your life, but your children are seeing what you're doing and they're going to follow in your footsteps. Amen. Amen. So, so you, really parents uh, and fathers, and well, I can say parents, we don't just come to church just for ourselves. Amen. In other words, we should be coming to church. Yes, we should come to get built up in faith, but we are, you know, raising our children up in the admonition of the Lord. Amen. And so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough world out here. And uh, if we don't have our family built on the truth of God's word, then the enemy and the, and the lies of this world will come in and, and our children will be building their, their life on the lies of this world. And, 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 you know, the Bible says that the church is uh, the pillar of truth. Amen. So this is a place where hopefully you receive truth. Uh, Noah <coughs> was a man uh, that uh, was faithful in obeying God. And, you know, it's interesting that Noah, uh, God came to him and, and it, he was a, the Bible called Noah a, a righteous preacher. That means that he was a person always, you know, I believe he was a person always talking about the goodness and the mercy and the love of God. And I, and, and I believe that he, 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 he 
did this with his family and with people around. Amen. And the Bible says that God's favor was on Noah. And so Noah had a relationship with God and God chose Noah uh, to he singled Noah out to really to save Noah and his family to have Noah build an ark and to save the creation. Amen. Through this one man. Amen. And I'm going to say this when we as um, parents and as fathers, when we're coming to church and we're building in godly principles in our children and in ourselves, we are coming into a place where we're building an ark. Amen. For our families. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And, and really what happened when Noah built this ark, the flood came. But, you know, he saved his family. And I'm telling you, when we build our life on God, we are potentially saving our family and our friends. Do you believe that today? Amen. Amen. Abraham uh, was faithful in obeying God and and he was faithful in obeying God, even to the point where God asked him to sacrifice Isaac. And, uh, you know, that was a hard thing to do. But God had a blessing in mind when he asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. Of course, you may know the story, you may not, that, that Abraham went to sacrifice Isaac uh, on the mountain. And uh, we know that his, his whole intention was to do that. And we know that Abraham believed that if he did sacrifice Isaac, God would raise Isaac up uh, out of that. But, um, but the Bible says an angel stopped uh, Abraham from sacrificing Isaac. And what happened? God gave him the promise of Jesus. Amen. That G, that God would provide the lamb and God did not hold back his son so that we could have the blessings of Abraham. Isn't that awesome? So I'm saying when you are faithful and being obedient to God, all that can happen is blessings that will rain down on our lives and the, the enemy and our flesh will try to keep us from being faithful in serving God. Moses, the Bible says in Hebrews 3, 5, was certainly a faithful uh, in God's house as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truth that God's, God would reveal later. So Moses was, was faithful. And, you know, the Bible actually says a faithful man will abound in blessings. So when we're faithful men, when we're faithful first and first to God, and then we're faithful to our families, to our spouse, amen, and we're faithful uh, to our jobs, we can't help but be blessed. Amen. amen. <coughs> and, so, and so that's the first F in, in uh, the acronym. Now we have A, which means uh, it's action, and, and godly fathers... Uh, they have action. In other words, um, if they see a need, they take care of that need. And so as a godly father, if the, the sink is clogged up, who fixes the sink? Mom, right? No. <laughs> if the trash needs to be taken out, who takes the trash out? The kids. No. <laughs> well, they're old enough, right? But dad, you know, if something breaks down, I, you know, back to my dad. My dad was always fixing something around the house. He was always fixing something, something with the toilet was breaking down. My dad was there. I never saw my mom under the sink. 
I just never saw mom. I never, my mom never asked me, son, give me a monkey wrench. My, you know, you know, my son. No, my dad was always there and he was fixing things. And that's what us dads, we, we you know, we're, we're supposed to fix things. Amen. We're supposed to be able to figure it out. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, and, and now, you know, I fix things. Glory to God. Of course, thank God for YouTube. <laughs> because I will go to YouTube and <laughs> figure out how to do it. And, uh, and I'll, fix the, I'll fix stuff. Amen. And so, and so that's good. And, and also that uh, we, uh, as fathers, godly fathers, we should always be looking for needs in our family or around us. And, and, and we should be always there to fulfill a need. Amen? Amen. In other words, we, we need to be the superhero in our family. Amen. Amen. And, you know, my dad was a superhero. It was nothing. My mom would say, there's nothing, my, uh, nothing my husband cannot do, you know. And uh, she, she really believes that. Amen. And, I, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, my dad could fix anything. So, so um, I remember a time that when a crisis arises, and uh, I remember Abraham. And Abraham, actually, you know, it's, it's funny. You may not be a, a father right now, but... Ha- as you mentor other people, you know, some of you are in jobs and you're leaders. You, you are still considered a father figure when people look up to you. You may even have nephews or nieces. And you might be an uncle and, and they look up to you and you are a representation of a father. Right. Amen? Amen. And so we should always be living as as an example for others. Amen. And uh, Abraham, you know, before he actually became a father, because Sarah was barren, you know, he took care of, of Lot, his nephew. Uh, he had a, you know, his brother must have passed away. And, uh, and so he, uh, I, I guess, adopted uh, Lot, his nephew. And he brought, of course, Lot with him when God called him out. Uh, to go uh, leave his family, but he brought Lot because he felt like he had a responsibility in in raising up Lot. And Lot came to a point where Lot left uh, his household, and uh, some uh, the enemy actually captured Lot and his family. But Abraham, what he did was he he found out about that, and he jumped into action, and he went and he rescued Lot. Amen. Amen. And as 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 godly fathers, we need to be there to rescue our, our family, rescue our kids when they're in trouble. Amen. Rescue them when, they, when, they're, when they're thinking dumb, you know, when they're, not, when, they're not, when they're not thinking right. We need to be there for our children. Glory to God. Amen. I, I mean, my, 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 my parents have always been there. I was talking to my wife the other day and uh, she said, you know, we're really blessed because, you know, her parents are there for her. My parents are, are there for me. And, she, 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 and my, my wife and I, said, or she was talking that if we ever fall in hard times, we can always, you know, sleep at your, my parents' house or her parents' house. Amen. That's a good thing. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And uh, they probably won't throw us out for at least a week. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Amen. Dad, I know you let let me stay there a little longer than a week. Amen. And so and so and so we need to spring in action. I remember I remember as a kid now I know it's good as fathers, you know, um, 
one person say, is it better to be respected or feared? And I say, why not, be, why not have both with your children? Amen. I think you need to be respected by your children Amen. and you need to have a, your children need to have a little bit of fear. Amen. 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 In other words, we need to put a little bit of fear of God in our children. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for that. Amen. Over there. Yeah, that's for all the, all the kids that are act, act up, amen, that, that need a SWAT every once in a while. Amen. And um, so fear and respect. And my dad, um, of course, is a Navy man. And so I was always, you know, he, was, he would lay down the law, you know, if we go out in public. He said, now you, you act right. If you don't act right, you know what's going to happen. That's right. Amen. And so he would lay down the law and we were perfect. I mean, we were, we would sit still, we would, why? Because he was, he was a Navy man. And I love my dad because my dad was a man of truth and honor and he, he doesn't lie. And when he says he's going to spank you, bet you bottom dollar. <laughs> he's going to carry through on his word. Amen. But you know, um, my, my dad, one, one day I was running around the house and we're not supposed to be running around the house and we had company over and you know how company and the company were talking and we had, I think relatives over and they were t- and my parents were talking to them and and I was running around chasing my brother or something and I was six or seven years old but there was a water glass on the floor and I kicked over that water glass and I broke that water glass and I I, I busted my my baby toe wide open blood was everywhere and I kind of hopped to my room and I was so nervous and afraid because I wasn't supposed to be running around the house that I was gonna get my get beat for running around the house, I said to my little brother, Joel, I said, Joel, can you just tell mom that my foot's bleeding and maybe I, I might need some help? And so, so my brother, Joel, says, mom, mom, uh, David cut his toe. David cut his toe. And of course, my dad sees the blood, the trickle of blood. And my dad jumps into action, runs, sees my toe, picks me up, takes me right in, washes my toe off. I wash the, uh, the blood off my toe, sees a big cut on it, takes me straight to the hospital. And you know what? He didn't beat me. <laughs> but he was there when I was getting stitched up. And he was there when they were putting shirt. I, I mean, we went to the Navy hospital and they, and they treat boys like men. <laughs> There's no babying. And that Navy hospital, they'll treat you like a man. I don't care if you're six years old. Suck it up, you know. And they have this shot about this long, you know, in your toe, you know. And was, I was screaming and he was holding me down. But, you know, my dad was there with me. He didn't, he, he didn't bust me that time, you know. I guess he figured I had enough pain. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And so, <laughs> Amen. So anyway, um, uh, so I, thank you, Dad, for helping me there. And I still have that scar on my toe today. Amen. And uh, so um, uh, fathers, the, the T, we went with F as in father is faithful, A is action, T would be fathers, godly fathers are teachers, amen, they're teachers. And, um, you know, again, I have to go back to my dad, you know, I've, uh, for some reason, I've, you know, I've, uh, as when I went to school, you know, I had a little bit of a learning disability, you probably wouldn't know that now, but... <laughs> And, uh, and no, that, you know, uh, that my dad would tutor me in school. Of course, my other brothers too. And he would make sure that I understood how math worked. Amen. And he would be there. And I, as I, my mind is wondering, he said, son, look at that. Look at this word. And I'm telling you, he got me through school. 
Amen. And uh, really, and uh, and so, so fathers are teachers. Any, any parents out here help your, your kids out in school? Uh, school? Any of you uh, fathers uh, actually do the projects? <laughs> yeah, some of you fathers have more fun doing the projects, and you just push the kid out of the way. Hey, let me get there. Let me, just watch, the, watch dad in action. Watch the master. Amen. I remember I had a model building. I was in a model building contest in third grade, a model class. And we, I, I was making this Corsair, which is an airplane, Baba Black Sheep. It's one of those airplanes, um, uh, World War II airplanes. And I messed it all up. Glue was everywhere. And the, and the landing gear was supposed to come down. It was supposed to be a beautiful. It was, it was a really, the model airplane was really a little bit too much for a third grader. And my dad had to come in there and get some sandpaper and sand it down. And he had to, he had to rescue my project. You know what I'm talking about? And I, and, I, and I think I aced that class because of my dad. Amen? So anyway, teachers, uh, God calls each one of us, and especially godly fathers, to be teachers. I believe that he picked Abraham uh, at, to, to have a covenant with. Abraham is considered our spiritual father. And um, in, in uh, Genesis eighteen nineteen, it says this, For I have known or chosen and acknowledged him, Abraham, as my own, so that he may teach and command his children and the sons of his house after him to keep the way of the Lord and to do what is just and righteous so that the Lord may bring Abraham what he had promised him. So Abraham was a man that God knew and and God had a a tight relationship with Abraham. He knew that uh, Abraham was going to teach his children in the ways of the Lord. And that's the reason why he was blessed. And I believe as we keep that right attitude and as we teach our children um, the ways of the Lord and help them um, grow up, God's grace and his blessings will be upon us. In Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And so, you know, I'm going to say this, parents, maybe your kids are out there, but if, if you have raised them up on a godly foundation, they're going to come back. Amen. Thank you for that, amen. They're going to come back because you raised them up in the admonition of the Lord, and they're going to come back. We, we had a young man that uh, left our church and, and uh, moved away, not because he um, was tired, about, tired of being here. He's uh, a young man. But uh, he called back and he said, I want to come back to Virginia Beach. And, and, and um, we asked him why. He said, because we, he said he misses the church. Praise God. Amen. So church, you know, is a community of believers, of faith believers. It's, it's not just you getting doctrine and preached to. It's us coming together and receiving from God and receiving love and yes. receiving, you know, God's peace and his joy. Amen. Yes. And so, and so, you know, uh, godly fathers are teachers. I, um, my, my wife's a teacher, and I impressed her the other day, which is very rare. Uh, God gave me the right woman. I mean, I mean, everybody else is impressed by Pastor Dave, but my wife. No, I'm kidding. But uh, I, I barely get, you did a good job today. You know, I, no, she's good. She's always encourages me every once in a while. But... Uh, <laughs> And um, she keeps my feet on the ground. Amen. Uh, but anyway, she won't blow a lot of smoke. Let's put it that way. And, uh, 
And uh, I, uh, uh, Christina had to learn uh, our, our phone number. Uh, the teacher asked her, asked the kids in the classroom, I think there was about 22 kids, how many of you kids, uh, my, my, my daughter's in first grade, she graduated and she's going to be in second grade next year. And um, how many of you know uh, uh, the phone number to your parents' phone number? And probably two or three kids out of 22 knew the phone number. And so one of the things the teacher did was he said, they, uh, she said, before you leave this year, if you can quote your phone number you will, and your address, you can get a prize. And so my wife went over and trying to get her to, you know, and uh, to memorize the phone number. And my, my daughter said, it's just way too hard. It's just way too hard. I, I don't know, you know. And, of course, and then I, then I said, I, let me do it, honey. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I made it into a game. Amen. And so I said, seven rhymes with heaven. Right. And, and, and it's seven, five, seven. And five is alive. So everybody's alive in heaven. So it's heaven, live heaven, you know. And then I won't re- say the rest of my, my phone number. Praise <laughs> God. And so I, I, I made it into a game. And she learned that phone number in probably 15 minutes. And my wife looked at me like, I said, I said, I said, you're amazed, aren't you? <laughs> Amen. She was, she was really, she was baffled. She was shocked. She in here today, but anyway, <laughs> she can't defend herself. Amen. <laughs> and so, and so, number four, H in father. Amen. Uh, godly fathers are honorable. So, as a godly father, you want to be honorable. Um, honorable it means being honest and upright. At all times. Amen. Amen. So as godly people and godly fathers, and this is not just in, in public, but also in our private lives. Amen. Amen. We, we don't just have a private life in private and then have a public life. No, it, it, it connects. In other words, how we are in public should be how we are in private. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so we, we should live honorable lives. Amen. Proverbs 20, 20, uh, seven, <coughs> 20, verse 7 says, A righteous man walks in his integrity, and his children are blessed after him. Let me say it again. A righteous man walks in his integrity, and his children are blessed after him. Amen. Amen. And so, you know, I have to use my dad again. My dad is an honest and upright person. And a person of character. I'm definitely going to get in a will to, uh, if, if I'm not in a will yet. Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to get the house. Amen. But anyway, my da- <laughs> any of you in your parents' wills? Okay, amen. My dad is a, an honest and upright person in character. You know, I never caught my dad in a lie. My whole life, I never caught him lying. To me or the family, he's been always a truthful man. Amen. And, and, and it has and and my dad is a faithful member of this church. My dad's been even before I became the pastor, I was, you know, an usher. And my dad's been coming to this church. It was it started in 1986. And my mom and dad came to this church, I think, in the early 90s. And they've been faithful in serving. They've been faithful in giving. He, uh, you, uh, you know, their records are impeccable. My dad is faithful. He's a faithful tither and a faithful giver. Both my, fam- my parents are, but I'm focusing on, on dad right now. And, you know, I can look at his life and look at he's blessed. 
Amen. He's never lacked for anything. He's blessed. He has finances coming in. God has really blessed him, you know, and um, uh, he has lacked for nothing. He's a giver. Praise God. And guess what? All of his children, all my siblings are serving the Lord. Amen. Is that awesome? Because he's faithful in serving God. When we're faithful and we serve God and we do the right things, God will make sure our children are taken care of. And I'm telling you, all my family members are serving God. They're involved in church. They're serving God. Amen. I'm telling you, that is, that's a testimony and a legacy. Amen. And I'm saying this, that you just don't serve God for yourself, fathers. You're not just serving God to see how much, how blessed you can get down here. No, the Bible says, choose this day who you serve. And it says that so that you and your seed may live. Not just you. It says that you and your seed. So our seed is connected to us being uh, godly fathers. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's and it says here um, in Psalms 112 and fathers, you know, focus on this scripture. It says it says in Psalms 112 verses one through three, praise the Lord, blesses a man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commands. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Can I read that one more time? Because it's yeah. powerful. Yeah. Uh, every father should mark that in their Bible. Psalms 112, 1-3 says, Praise Lord, blessed and powered is the man to prosper, who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house. And his righteousness endures forever. Amen. And so the last uh, uh, letter in, in the word father is R. And so I was, I was thinking about that and the Lord gave me this one that fathers are rulers. Rulers. Amen. So we're rulers. Amen. And so uh, so, so the Bible says that, that we shall rule in life like kings down here on earth because we, we stand under God. Amen. And so that means that we're here uh, to protect our families. We're here to make sure that the devil's not going to come in. If sickness is attacking our family, fathers, you need to be praying for your children. Yes. If, if your spouse is under uh, uh, sickness or they're being attacked in some way, fathers, pray for your spouse. Amen. But, you know, the Bible says that actually that the men are the head of the household. Yes. Ladies, don't, you know, don't like that. But, but men, some men don't like that. Men don't want, some men don't want to take responsibility. They want to zip their zipper on the side. But really, as men, we need to take responsibility. And we need to rule our, our household. And we need to rule it not as a dictator, but we need to rule in love. 
Amen. And the Bible says that really that's how Jesus walked with his disciples. He, he, he walked with them in love. He showed them love. Hallelujah. And so we don't rule out of fear or or we don't try to rule out of um, out of anger. No, we rule out of love. Amen. Ephesians 5.25 says this. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hates his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. So we're supposed to nourish and cherish our spouses. We're supposed to nourish and cherish our families, and we do that in love. Amen. Amen? It says in Ephesians 6, 4, Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. So how do we rule? We rule in love. Amen. We lead in love. And that's the only way to lead. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to say that some of your fathers out here saying, man, that's a pretty tall order, pastor. Listen, have faith in God's faithfulness to help you govern your household. Believe that God can help you. He can grace you, fathers, to be the father that God has called you to be. Amen? Do you believe that? If, as long as we put God first place and we endeavor to walk upright before our heavenly father, God will make us the, the, the godly father that we were always meant to be. You believe that today? And maybe you're here today. Maybe you haven't been the greatest example. You can start today. You can start walking in love towards your family today. You can start praying for your family today. You can start being the example today. Listen, this is not a message to condemn you of your past and how you raise your children. No, this is a message to equip you and to help you move forward in your walk with your family today. Amen. And I'm saying all you have to do is repent. Repent means to turn from doing what's wrong and start turning to doing what's right. And as we start doing these things, we're going to see our the blessings of God not only rain down upon us personally, but will rain down upon each one of us and our families. You believe that today? And we will have a legacy at the end of our lives. And I'm telling you, the most important thing is that we will have family around us when we, when we go to see the Heavenly Father. And we will be glad that we live the life of godliness. Amen? Praise God. Did you receive it this morning? I believe God is raising up godly fathers, godly mothers in this, in this place today. And I'm telling you, I believe that God is doing a work in each one of us. Amen? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we honor you today and we thank you for your son, Jesus, that enables us to have a relationship with God, God, our heavenly father. And if you're here today and you never made that decision and you never asked Jesus into your heart, then you don't have a relationship with God as your father. And God wants to be your loving, merciful, heavenly father. He wants to rain blessings upon you today. So if you're ready to receive Jesus today, you're ready to make God your heavenly father. Say this after me and mean in your heart. Just say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross. 
for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Heavenly Father, thank you for receiving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.